This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Hello, football fans. How are we doing? Yes, I'm back twice in a night. 
I never thought I'd hear myself saying that. <laughs> Nor did the ex-missus, which is probably why why she's now an ex-missus. But yes, second time back today. If you missed it earlier, go on to uh, Less Little I Die TV YouTube channel. Catch it out. I'm interviewing Dave Bartram, the lead singer of Show Waddy Waddy. Yeah, it wasn't all glamour, apparently. But, um, hey, I can't say too much. You've got to watch the video. This is Lester Till I Die TV. We are live on YouTube, which is that one there, Lester Till I Die TV. If you uh, are on there, press a button. You know I like my buttons to be pressed. On this side, we've got Facebook, Lester Till I Die, the group. And if you live in the Twitter sphere, it's at Lester TID. <sighs> We're not missing football because we've got plenty. And it's the semi-finals this week. Oh. It's the Euros 2020 with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. All right, so is. And I'll tell you what, there is nothing like a midweek semi. Isn't there, Dan? Nothing beats it. Nothing beats it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it, it breaks up the working week. Put it that way. Doesn't it just? Doesn't it just? <laughs> and I had to say that to you because I couldn't say it to my second guest. We will welcome her in if I press the right button. If she's not left, Maze. Hello, Maisie. Hi, you okay? Yeah, I won't ask you that. I promise you, you know. <laughs> oh, actually, Dan, Dan's, Dan, the way I've got my graphics, Dan's eyes just fit very nicely. Sorry, I'll, I'll sort of. Come back a bit. <laughs> well, one one eye is the England flag, one is the the Denmark flag. You know, it's not um, wrong with that. No, bit of a I'm bit impartial. Of a, uh, <laughs> suits you, doesn't it, Maisie? <laughs> you know? Yeah, your, your flag. The flags look like your eyes. So, like where your eyes were, the flags were there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. God, if I'd known that, I'd have got a bigger one to cover his face. Dan, good, <laughs> <laughs> good evening. Thanks for joining us. Give a shout out to your channels. So, cheers for having me on. First of all, Chris, thanks a lot. It's uh, always a la always a laugh and a blast when uh, come on here. But yeah, I've just had a bit of a revamp. Uh, updated it. Updated the logo from a big giant M to one that looks a bit more presentable. But yeah, it's at Turf More House on all platforms, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and now on Spotify. Oh, I live that with you, mate. I live that with you. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I'm going to go and listen to one later, you know. <laughs> it makes a change. I actually listen to myself on Spotify. It's the only way I can get to sleep at night, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maisie, I don't, do you have – give your Twitter handle out if you want to, but I don't, do, you have a, do you have a channel at all? No, I've not got a channel at all, but my Twitter account is at two underscores M-U-S-C Maze. Please get that right, because it took me ages to uh, <laughs> to try and find it. I had to end up finding you. <laughs> I know. You, well, no, I, think, I think we follow each other, Maisie, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. So somebody's got don't follow him too far remember it's burnley you know but it's the uh, oh, it's the northern northern invasion tonight with uh, burnley and manchester isn't it but uh, hey it's the euros it's not about uh, it's not about football teams which we're probably glad about we're going to talk, we're going to talk semi finals and the first one uh italy and Spain. Now, Italy are, uh, that's tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Italy are a 29 to 20 
to win the tournament. Spain are two to one. A bit tight, but Dan, favourites uh, Italy, would you say? Out I'd of the say so, yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. I think they've obviously, you look at the record um, of what they've got. Um, I think they're unbeaten in at least, I think it's something like 20 odd games now. Uh, in all international competitions, it's it's absolutely mental. Um, but obviously, Mancini's doing something good there with with them, um, bringing in Viale uh, after all his problems. Might have been a bit of a spur for the uh, bit of like a, a cheer on the team sort of thing from behind. It's a bit more tactical knowledge as well, um, which you know you can't be sniffed at. So yeah, definite favourites. Um, I was surprised at the um, odds of Spain being at two to one. Yes, yeah. What about you, Maisie? What do you think of those odds? Um, I thought, well, it's definitely correct about Italy. They've been by far yeah. the favourites in this whole competition. They've been honestly outstanding team, just such a pleasure to watch, but to be honest, in terms of the um, Spain game, I was probably expecting the odds to be a little bit higher, knowing at the at the choice that like they played against Italy. So I was expecting maybe like maybe five to one or well, something, perhaps. Yeah, I mean the two to two to one. Sorry, the two to one is to win the tournament yeah. outright. Yeah, yeah, to win. Yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't expect really expect Spain to win against. Italy, so no, I wouldn't have no. really. If I was like predicting right now, I wouldn't have honestly thought for one thought like Spain is going to yeah. win against them. To be honest, well, th these were the odds last night on pod on, on Poddy Power. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> this is this is only Coke. Honestly, um, on Paddy Power as of last night, other other betting sites are available. And remember, guys, when the fun stops, stop. Um, but uh, I suppose I mean they, they had the one good result, Spain, didn't they? Now whether they've they've done it on that the five nil because that was quite an outstanding game, Dan. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I, they they like us, aren't they? So they have the only con they've not conceded many, have they? I think they've conceded one. They, they conceded one in the group stage. Well, I will tell you what, let's have a look because by the by the powers of modern technology. There we go. Um, that's uh, that's Spain for you. Oh, yeah. So they drew with Sweden, drew one one with Poland. Yeah, they got Switzerland. So they've got. Oh no, Croatia got three against them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the th the thing is, the thing is with Spain though. You look mm. at that game, that Croatia Spain game was vital for them in the in the group at that time. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, they beat Slovakia five 0 Fair enough, but they knew they had to play. They had to beat Croatia and you know play to their full strength. Um, and you know they did it to quite a rapport, really. I mean, it was one of the, probably one of the most entertaining games of the tournament. Uh, at you know at that point, obviously, we could say now that there's been other games. Nobody expected us to to beat Ukraine four 0 To be fair, not with no, the way we've no. sort of been setting up in games, but mm. yeah, it's. I don't think you could ever rule out Spain, though, can you? I mean, they are no. sort of like. They are the underdogs, really. Everyone's sort of talking about Italy and the fact that they're the favourites. You know, we back here on English soil are saying it's coming home. You know, Spain are sort of sneaking through the back door. And who knows? Who knows what they could do against Italy? But for me at the moment, who cares about Italy or Spain? We'll see you. We'll see you a little bit later. 
<laughs> Just make sure your back door is shut and tight, Dan. <laughs> Three to one to win the game, Maisie. I mean, Spain, like a lot of the uh, four that are left here, started slowly, but have, have done what I always say Germany to do. They, they've got better as the tournament's gone on. Yeah, definitely. Um, they have definitely uh, like gone miles better because draw, draw. Because the Sweden game and the Poland game, you'd expect them really to just bury that game, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got Slovakia and they're like, right, that's it. We need to win this game to get through to the next round. And I think that little bit of momentum, getting that final win, it's really helped them in the, in the round against Croatia. And then even Switzerland as well. Um, they've really helped them as well be winning on penalties. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I thought they were out against Croatia, Dan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I thought yeah. um, on the basis of the game, the way Croatia fought back, I thought, how how was Spain going to get back to the level they started with? Mm. Um, and it was really difficult. But then, I don't know. Sometimes you just need a spark. All it can take is one player from the bench. It's yeah. it's madness. International football has been absolutely mad. Maisie, I mean that three-one win over over Switzerland on penalties. I thought Switzerland were unlucky, but what a goddamn awful penalty shootout! I mean, you know, we think ours are bad as England, but I mean, if we get to <laughs> if we get to play Spain, I hope it goes to penalties. <laughs> Honestly, I think like my weakest foot could do a better better <laughs> better penalty shootout than that what I witnessed. It was the worst penalty shootout I've ever watched in my life. So many saves. You know what? Yes. The only penalty shootout what I'd say is on level with that was probably Uruguay from the other day because that was another terrible penalty shootout as well. <laughs> I didn't see that. Was that bad? Yeah, that was bad. You'd expect Uruguay to uh, buried that penalty shootout, but they missed. Uh, I think it was only Suarez and Cavani's shot and scored, and the rest of them they missed. I thought, what's we? What's going on here? Just wouldn't even expect it. No, no. Uh, Andrew's just asking there. Um, what are thoughts? Uh, Dan's thoughts on Albrighton to Burnley. Andrew, if you go on to um, the. Our, our, my YouTube, uh, Lester Slidey TV. There's a whole half hour on Dan's thoughts about uh, Albrighton going to uh, Burnley, putting the red carpet out because obviously they, they, it's nice of them to have a good player. But uh, and he's under 35, which would be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Only just think he comes with his own wheelchair. <laughs> Anything there, Maisie, that you're looking at that if Spain get to the final and we get to the final, anything there that you think that we should be worried about that scares you? In my opinion, no. Nothing really scares me about Spain. Um for, for Spain, they're a bit of a they're like they're a good team, don't get me wrong, but you can't like put them as like the best ever Spain team, knowing no. all the other Spain teams you've seen in the past. Um that's like the defense isn't really up to scratch, is it? Really, uh, in no. my opinion, they've got like Morata on the team who can't even score for Toffer. So, makes Werner look Werner look good, doesn't he? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not sure what you mean here, Rich. Does my channel do that? It's on quite late. I'm not. Are you on about the Copa America? I'm not sure what you're on about. Explain a little bit more there. Dan, would you agree with that? Uh, you know, nothing to worry about with Spain if we get them. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Which is a straight, which is a strange one. I would because I totally agree Typical with everything that <laughs> response that <laughs> proper sitting on the fence. No, I agree with everything that Maisie said, but it's it's when you look back at that and you don't know what sort of Spain's going to turn up. You don't know whether mm. you're going to get that Spain that's going to be, you know, it's going to be a close game, you know, where it's going to end up a draw, or whether they're going to just pull out all the stops and try and mm. you know get a high scoring game against you. Yeah. The thing is, though, you look at that Spain squad and it's. It's there for the taking, really. Yes. Um, it, it, it's still quite youthful. It's not really gelled properly yet because of, you know, lack of, I don't know, game time or things like that. But the players that are there, you, you've got some big hitters missing. It's a bit like Germany, as we said. Germany haven't mm-hmm. got the team of old anymore. So it, it, it's tomato, tomato. But Sp- I think Spain, knowing it, that they're here at a semi-final... Yeah. We'll really go for it. Yeah. The, the one-off games as well, this is what we've always got to remember, isn't it? You know, like, it's like, you know, Leicester playing Man United in the FA Cup. One-off game, you know, anybody can win. Oh, it was Leicester, wasn't it? Sorry, Maisie. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can get that little dig in. <laughs> I know. I was really pleased. I can, I can get, honestly, give me, I could be talking about anything and I can get Leicester into the conversation. <laughs> Believe you me. <laughs> so, so Spain was 3-1 to one to win the game, Maisie. Um, 21 to 10. I love some of these odds sometimes for Italy. They're going into it favourites. They were my dark horses at the start. Um, if we are going to beat them, we're going to have to be on top form, aren't we? I mean, look at that, you know. Mm-hmm. Win, 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 win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible, isn't it? Mm. Um, I completely agree with that. With me, um, Italy was also my dark horses. I think I kind yeah, of like same. underestimated them in a way because you think, well, they didn't really play, they didn't play in the World Cup, did they? Um, and then you think, yeah. are, are they ready for another international tournament? And I think that's maybe where I kind of ruled them out a little bit. But I also thought you've got Mancini there, who is honestly a really good player, um, really good manager. Um, yeah. They honestly, when I watch Spain. Uh, Italy, they're just so beautiful. The football, like, it's such an enjoyable football. And even when you're not even an Italy fan, you just enjoy watching yes. them, don't you? The, yeah. the overall team works so well together. They're so good in defense, so good in the middle, so good up front. I can't even fault the team whatsoever. And to be, to be honest, it, when if we get them in the final, I would be honestly shitting myself. That is honestly to God my truth. If there's any children watching, she means pooing a nappy. Yeah, I'm going to have that thought now with me for, for the whole evening, Maisie. Thank you very much. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, in that first game, my my, my uh, one of my abiding memories of the tournament uh, will be. Dan, Alan Shearer just before Turkey kicked off against Italy saying Turkey was his dark horse for the tournament and then Italy just went out and blew them aside um, Austria were unlucky though Austria did take them to the wire that was probably yeah. the one time I think they looked vulnerable Yeah um, go- going back to what Maisie said as well following on from everything not about the pants, I hope. No, definitely not. <laughs> not definitely not about the pants. <laughs> definitely not about the pants. Um, but yeah, it was. It's 
the, the way they've set up, it's it's not even like they'll grab a goal or two and sort of sit on that. They'll keep trying mm. to hurt you and hurt you and hurt you, and they'll try and find every single way possible. Uh, you do see teams that sort of go one or two up and then sort of sit on it, relax, and then, you know, invite the pressure, but sometimes it bats you in the arse. Um, but, yeah, look, them scorelines speak for themselves, don't they? they they're not... Yes. You know, I mean, it, it's a team that digs deep, farts till the death, doesn't give up. But I don't know whether I've said it on your channel before, but I always said before this tournament, and I agree with you too, Turkey, uh, Italy were my dark horses. I don't know where people were thinking Turkey from, or North Macedonia, if Brad's watching. <laughs> and um, But yeah, I've always said that this year, I feel we'll go one better than the semis. We'll go to the final, but we'll lose. Yeah, one better than the semis is only the yeah. final, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I just think we'll lose it though. I think we'll lose yeah. it if we do get to it, but I, I don't want that. You know, I don't want to yeah. bring that negativity in here, but that's what I said yeah. before that. I'm still sat at home now. My front room's decorated in England flags and they're not coming down till, <laughs> till we've won it. <laughs> what, what, sort of, what sort of sad person decorates the room with the football club or the... <laughs> Anyway, let's forget that. Forget, don't, don't look behind me. No, nothing to see. Nothing to see. It's a green screen, Chris. It's a green screen. <laughs> we know you've got what a big pink this? paradise behind that. <laughs> Shush. Hey, it's Thomas the Tank Engine wallpaper. Let's not go there. I feel I should explain to Maisie. I mean, you know Brad, don't you, Maisie? He's one of the co-presenters on here. And yeah. uh, if you look back at, I think it was the first um, show we did for the Euros, which was the prediction show, he came out and had um, a, a full North Macedonia rant. And uh, in fact, I think I think it's up on the it's up on the channel, Lester Till I Die TV. I think as a standalone video, just to embarrass him. But he, he had North Macedonia down to to win it. But um, I mean, let, let's let's be honest with you. I mean, Wales, they're um, amazing. I mean, you know, Italy managed to put you know, one past them. And sorry if you're watching, Rich, but yeah, I've got to take the piss out of Wales. Um, <laughs> And Scotland will come along later, don't you worry. Um, but, I mean, Italy were through by then. It was like a practice game for them, wasn't it? Yeah. They had nothing to worry about at all, really, didn't they? They just... Yeah. Did that 1-0 lead, it was just like that little bit of a cherry on the top. Like, yeah, we're the best in this group. You're not mm. putting no goals past us. But to be honest, you do kind of feel a little bit sorry for, uh, for Wales in a way, don't you? Because... No. Well, you do. With, <laughs> like, you've got like obviously England have played most of the games at Wembley, and like how much Wales has travelled all around Europe playing the games. It's, uh, but to be honest, you can't feel sorry for not like all the misses they had, like that absolute sitter off Gareth Bale. I'm sure that was against yeah. Italy. Yeah, you can't yeah. feel sorry it, for that. It was just no. absolutely awful. If it had been playing golf, it'd have gone in the hole. That one would have done, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realise, but it is a good point, Maisie. Spain have actually played, um, I think, three of their five games at Seville, so they've they've been at home. But I suppose it's a weird one, this one, because even before COVID, Dan, they were playing or they decided to play the tournament like this all over Europe. But if it wasn't, and like the next one goes back to sort of just playing paid in Germany, somebody always does get home advantage. So, you know, it's, 
England's had it, and and I'm not complaining. No, um, I mean the only game that people thought were a bit dodgy was obviously the one in, in Baku. Mm. Um, but luckily, you know, we we've been to Rome, we've flown home, and we and it's coming home. So well, remember, remember what they say: don't look Baku in anger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm here all week, guys. Um, <laughs> amazing. I mean, the, be- <laughs> don't start me. the Belgium uh, Italy game. I kind of, <coughs> excuse me, although Italy were my dark horses, of course, Belgium have got such a big Leicester contingent that I wanted Belgium to do well. And But once Italy have got that lead, they can hold on to a lead, can't they? They can defend yeah. it. Yeah, so I'm guessing you wanted Belgium to win because of Team Women's, I'm guessing. But, um, well, may, may, maybe, maybe. Yeah. To be honest, I was, I had a really bad gut feeling since the World Cup 2018. That's it. Belgium is going to win the Euros. I just had that feeling mm. in there for years, thinking Belgium going to win this. Because like, even though, yeah, the defence is a bit aging isn't it they've got such yes. like amazing attacking players like yes. Lukaku De Bruyne both the Hazard yeah. brothers Tielemans and when you watched in the Italy game to be honest you was kind of expecting a little bit more off Belgium really but Italy shut them up and I couldn't really see many teams doing that against Belgium to be honest no no, no and you can no. you can understand as well like you know, as you said, for a few years now, you've had bad guts, which is clearly why you keep shitting yourself. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly <laughs> why. But uh, at least I know that that's not going to happen no longer. No, that's true. I've known that's you true. two were like this. I'd have had one of them buzzers on here so I could buzz <laughs> everything. <laughs> but uh, look, I, I'm, I'm having to go for Italy for this one. Maisie, Italy but, uh, or Spain? Italy, 100%. And, and, uh, and Dan? Spain. Spain one nil. Really? Oh, controversial there. I like that. Yeah, he's saying that because he's used to one nils following Burnley. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, they like to play a bit of a like. What can we say? Uh, a Definitely not. Je ne sais just quoi. like the one nil lead, and then that's, <laughs> just like the one nil, and that's it. But they're like Italy, really, aren't they? You know, they uh, <laughs> one nil up. Uh, hi Nippon, like, thanks for popping on. Nippon, he's like our, uh, he's like a roving reporter for our YouTube channels, isn't he? <laughs> he uh, <laughs> you get Nippon, and I, which train, which train are you on? I just wonder sometimes, like, so he's got to come to the end of the line at some point. I don't know if you've seen him at all, Maisie, but he does these, uh, and it's it's great. He's on these trains. People must look at him and think. Who are you talking to? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but he is sponsored by Transport for London, so you know, well done, Nippon. <laughs> nice to have you on, mate. Uh, I've just got to—I've just got to say this. It's just breaking news. My phone went then. Like I say, and and mate, this is Maisie is going to go. Who the hell are they? But like I said before. Uh, Lee Singer, Dave Bartimer show Waddy Waddy did a one to one earlier with him. Uh, that's going to be that's on the channel now. Uh, Less until I die TV. Get on and watch it. It's proved very popular. Next week I'm going to be doing Alan Smith, ex Leicester, and he's spent a bit of his time at Arsenal as well. And of course, for those FIFA fans. My, my son doesn't remember him as a footballer, but he knows him as the voice of FIFA and, of course, Sky Sports. We're doing a one-to-one with him next week, so looking forward to that. Well, That's one, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That 
is really like just the the vegetable getting ready for the meat, really, isn't it? Because the big are you game, the vegetable, Chris? Are you the vegetable? I I'm I'm the meat and two vegetables. I'll have you know. <laughs> 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 you knock them over, mate. I'll chip them in. Uh, <laughs> Said Gareth Bale to Sam Bolts. <laughs> or not as the case maybe <laughs> Wednesday night 8pm I think they're going to have to turn up the national grid for this one uh, semi-final England at home again uh, against Denmark 4-6 uh, to six, England to win the tournament again you know you, we're talking British bookmakers here so we're bound to be favourites Denmark 4-1 to one. Um, it's a it's a big game um, it is a big game isn't it and Maisie, uh, England there, seven to five to win the game. We have got better, like I was saying earlier, as a team. We've got better as we've gone through. Mm -hmm. Honestly, though, I have been really impressed with England. The fact that we've kept a clean sheet every single game, that alone is just an amazing achievement. Because mm. I feel like, especially with the England in the past, we've kind of like struggled in terms of clean sheets, getting them. Uh, getting them got um, goals not getting conceded so that alone is just a big step up and you can tell the Maguire and Stones partnership works really well and it works well with Pickford when you got that triangle what works well it helps the entire game full yeah. stop because you've got then the full bats can go a bit forward start attacking a little bit unless of course the counter attack happens it does mm. really help and I've been really impressed with England and you can tell just from there getting much better and better because our attack is getting a much better well our attack's world class anyway but um our attack's just getting better and better every single game isn't it more players are going forward um yeah. you've got quite a few leaders in, in the England squad and that really helps for the younger players like Saka uh Foden Mount it really helps them too it does, and and I'm not going to clip this, and nobody clip this if you're watching it. But I am actually, I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. But Luke Shaw was my man of the match against the Ukraine. I mean, Quit. he has he has come <laughs> through, and even and this will stick in my throat so if I do choke on this. Even Harry Maguire's playing well, isn't he, at the moment? And you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. That did that did stick there. But uh, no, in fairness to them, I mean, we know it, it's international football. Players we hate week in, week out. We love when it comes to international football. But what what was you know Mourinho? He, he didn't used to like Luke Shaw, but I mean, on that performance against the Ukraine, is is Chilwell's not going to get that position back? No chance, not at all. I mean, Chil Chilwell, obviously, you know, unfortunately. You know, the COVID situation and what have you and everything else. You know, let it be what it be. At the end of the day, it's a, it's been a godsend. Luke Shaw's come in and been an absolute star. I mean, even prior to Luke Shaw's ball in for, um, I think it was, I can't remember which goal it were, but Sterling sort of, you know, played it behind yeah. him. And Shaw's just put an inch perfect crossing for, it was for Kane's header, weren't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's just, he were outstanding for me and you know Raheem Sterling's impressed me in this tournament even Jordan Pickford yes. th for, yes. prior to this tournament you know mm. it, taking it back to a club perspective I thought this is the best opportunity Pope's going to get to showcase himself on the international stage and obviously he's had everything you know he's had his problems had a bit of a, an operation done 
obviously that's been you know forefront of his mind his health which yeah. as you'd expect yeah. so but but Pickford wow for somebody that literally the company was uh, company uh, the country was dogging week in week out yes. yeah and has now literally just become a national hero every everybody's watching him even when it when it's going out of play, the ball when Sterling played it in for Muller afterwards, he's getting at him. He's telling him, "You need to do this. You need to do that." And it goes back to what Maisie said. It shows that we have got leaders all over the park. They might not they might not be wearing that band on their arm. They might not have that big captain's armband. But at the end of the day, they're all leaders out there, and they're all they're all out there to to reach the final goal. Indeed, indeed, totally. I mean, Maisie, you know, it, it's. Dan made the point there. I mean, Kane was being pilloried, you know, two or three games ago. Suddenly, he's he's got uh, um, form. But I'll, 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 you know, I mean, I've had enough humble pie this season with me saying how bad Inacho was, and then he's coming good, and that's why I'm as big as I am because of all the humble pie I was eating. But <laughs> you know, Sterling. I remember I sat there on that first game, and I do I do not like Sterling for England. What he does for Man City, great. He just it just didn't seem to happen for him. But I mean, he got that first goal. He's been on fire since, and I didn't realise he's got a great record for England. Yeah, hundred percent there. Um, I was probably like everybody else who supports England. What seeing that lineup against Croatia, I was like. Wait a minute here. What is Sterling doing here when we have got Rashford on the bench? We've got uh, Sancho who could play on the left. We've got Saka there as well. We've got Grealish who could play on the left. Why is why is Sterling playing? And I was just like so fuming about it. I was um, <laughs> he's just honestly he's made me change my mind about him playing for England. I'm not gonna uh, say he's the best player in the world or anything at all. No, he's no. not, but um, he has really impressed me in this in competition and he's probably one of the best players for England, hasn't he really? Getting them goals, it, getting them assists. Yeah. He's really been helping out Harry Kane. Um, he's did his 100% all every single game and I can't even knock him for that one bit. For me, Sterling has to be up there as my player of the tournament and then wow. Pickford will have to be up there as well. They're the yeah. two people who I think yeah. have got to be my player of the tournament. What can I say? What can you've told us? There we go. <laughs> well, you're listening, Alan Shearer. Maisie has spoken. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I mean, you know, you, you look at that, Dan, and, and Scotland, I think Scotland is still celebrating the fact that they got a, a draw. I mean, you know, there's, there was nothing, you know... We, we celebrate a win, they celebrate a draw. And it was great to sort of, when you saw all the, the celebrations, No, not been awful, Scotland, but I don't like you. I'm not going to lie. It was nice to see you go home. Why should we love Scotland? You know, I, I, I say we should build Hadrian's Wall and get and get them to build it. Um, but <laughs> hey, well, Trump tried it, I'm going to try it, you know. <laughs> um but, but, Dan, I mean, that was our worst game so far. Yeah, it was. And I think it was more of a playing the occasion rather than playing the game. I think it was harped up massively. Uh, and it got to a point where people were expecting England to go out there and absolutely throw on this masterclass, just, you know, absolutely pummel Scotland and give them a really good, like, really good beating. And mm. as I say, it got to the point where it was more the occasion 
you know, you could see the videos in build-ups to the game, um, you know, fa- fans sort of just bantering with each other. You know, you, okay, you've seen that with all the other games, but it's sort of not been as as much as it was for that England-Scotland game. It was yeah. the talk of, you know, the Gaza against Colin Hendry goal, the, the dentist chair, everything were yeah. coming out, everything. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised even Gary Lineker, you know, rubbing his arse against the grass I didn't get speak, spoken about. But was that not Maisie shitting herself again? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it was me in disguise, but I just wanted to go on the pitch and feel like a football player. <laughs> of all people, um, you chose Gary Lineker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I thought maybe one day I might become a commentator and advertise for Walker's Crisp. <laughs> Be careful where you go here. Remember, he's an ex-schoolmate of mine. Oh, is that so? <laughs> it is, yeah, and it was the right little. Anyway, let's not go down that road. But suddenly it started to come well, Maisie. I mean, the Germany game, I mean, 55 years we've waited for that. Mm-hmm. Worth it, wasn't it? Worth every single moment of it, to be honest. I was there mm. uh, feeling so scared for against Germany because we haven't got a good record with them, let's just be honest. And everything apart from the World Cup, I can't even name another time we even like won against them in the tournament. I don't think we have in tournament wise, but mm. we gave it our all. We've got we had amazing players out there and do you know what really did make that difference Grealish coming on as a sub that yes. really made the difference overall he's just yeah. such an amazing player Grealish and if a top six team do not snatch him up this see like this transfer window I would be honestly so so surprised he does deserve to be in a, a really good team I'm not saying Aston Villa rubbish or anything because they did play well last season but he deserves yeah. much better than Aston Villa to be fair let's just be honest <laughs> Yes, it's, it's any team in Clariton Blue, really. Oh, sorry, Dan. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh. And then that was followed down. I mean, did you see the 4 0 coming? No, not at all. Um, in fact, I think I remember speaking on when you came on my channel and we were talking about mm. how this is probably the tougher test than the Germany game. Yeah. It, because it was sort of, it was sort of Ukraine went into this, I don't know. You know, the, the way the game before, and I think they had Sweden, didn't they, before us? Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, it were, I think they had a couple of knocks, a few players that were at, playing at 50%, um, 70% at best. I just didn't see that scoreline coming at all. I didn't see yeah. us being... I did say, in fact, I, I do remember saying that in this game, if we are to get anything from it, we need to grip the game by the balls, basically, and hit them early, get in early, um, and then sort of see where we go on from there. Because the longer the game went on, the longer we would have we would have struggled, and Ukraine would have grown yeah. into that. And you know, three three and a half minutes was it something like that? And then Kane's yeah. put first goal in, and you're just like, what? Like a lot yeah. of people are still trying to set, you know open open a can because the flaming bit the nails prior to kickoff. You know, it was that early that everyone we did, was just we sort did of think sitting it was down. going to be a long 87 minutes, didn't we? Oh, massively. Massively. Yeah. But we did it again the second half. We came out mm. again and got a goal straight away. And yes. it was just it was just one of those performances where you knew even in the last sort of 15, 20 minutes when it was just passing it around, all fans going, Wee, wee, we every pass. Yeah. You weren't even arsed. You were sat there and you were just, you were enjoying yourself. You just, yeah. it, it, it was just that feeling of, you know, that's it. We're off to the semis now. But 
I, obviously, think... I know we'll I know we'll touch on obviously Denmark, but I, yeah. I, I think this this now is going to be the the I would I would definitely have preferred to have played the Czechs. Yes, I think um, they said on commentary that you know if Gareth Southgate couldn't enjoy that game, then he'll never enjoy a game at all. It was uh, we we did we did dominate, and that does lead me on to to, to Gareth Southgate because I did a I did a show a, f- a few weeks ago, and I spoke to you about it before, Dan, about Southgate in or out, and I've always been a or shake it all about, whichever you prefer. I, I've always been a Southgate in because you know at, at the end of the day, look what he's done for us. And Maisie, you know, with, with Gareth Southgate, we haven't lost a game in this tournament. We haven't conceded a goal in this tournament, which is one of the first times we've, we've ever done that. Uh, and his team's done that. We've we, He got us through to fourth place in the World Cup final, third place in the Nations League. He's won a penalty shootout for the first time in the World Cup finals. He's beaten Germany for the first time in 55 years. He can't do anything else, can he? Exactly. I completely agree with you there. Um, Gareth Southgate, for me, has been an outstanding manager for England. He's he's honestly hit every single expectation and more for us. Yes. Uh, you may think the odd time, why are you putting that lineup up? That's just a terrible lineup. But you know he's doing it because it's best for us, it's best for the team and the best way to beat that, the opponent. Um yes. I can't. I can't even give any more praise to Gareth Southgate at this point. For me, I don't know why people even want him out at this point. I would be. I'm honestly so happy with him, and you just get people saying, even if we win the Euros, Gareth Southgate needs to go. Well, why mm. does he need to go? What's your backup reason for why Gareth Southgate yes. should go if we win the Euros for the first time ever? Like. Yeah. It's absolutely unbelievable how some people still want Gareth Southgate out. I'm honestly, he's just he's just a hero to me as well. Never mind the English squad, he's the yeah. bloody hero. Yeah. And he'll get another pizza advert out of it, of course. But Dan, you know, you it's it's we're all fans and we all do that with our own, you know. I'm sure Maisie does it with Ollie, you do it with I Sean, I do it with Brendan. <laughs> We sit there and we look sometimes at the teams they pick and we think, what the hell have you done? You know, and this is just, you know, for say for a league game, we win the game. You think, yeah, hey, tactically, he's always got it up here, hasn't it? We're so fickle as football fans. And, you know, he picked, you know, a, a really bad uh, uh, squad, people were saying at the start. And then, all you know, his team selection, he's playing the wrong person at left back. But... His, his decisions have been, apart from, say, the Scotland game, but his decisions have been justified. Grealish, to me, come, works better when he comes on as an impact sub when the opposition's knackered. He hasn't done... He's, he's got everything spot on. Yeah, he has. And it, it goes back... I take it back to that England-Germany game. We saw the line-up there and thought, wow, that's, that, that's sort of defensive. So when it... When Grealish came on towards the end and it just completely changed the game, it was just like, where, where's this come from? Like, I, I will hold my hand up now and say I have questioned Gareth Southgate many times going, you FA, yes, man, blah, 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 <laughs> you know, and I have done. I've done it numerous times. I'm not, I'm not going to skirt around the bullshit, to be honest, I have. Um, but in this tournament, what he has done is is just beyond, beyond something yeah. else. Um, yeah. You know, people could say, oh, yeah, but with the talent that is currently out there at the moment, Aladars could have done the same thing. 
you know, Sven and Capello would have done the same. No, I don't think they would have done. I don't really don't knock, think they would have done. Knock Allardyce, you know. Remember, he's got a hundred percent record. That is true. That is yes. true. Yes, don't be knocking the big Sam, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Scott says there, what's Southgate's record against Denmark? I think it's nil because he's never played them, uh, Scott, I don't think. Yeah, I but know I England's think... England's yeah. record is something like one one eleven lost four or something like that against Denmark. Yeah. Um, at least it's not Norway because you, you guys are too young. But if you, when they beat us once in a tournament, I think that we, we had to listen to uh Maggie Thatcher and all they reeled off all these names. Yeah, you, you, you'll have to Google it. But Maisie, you know, I, I'm a bit torn here. We're going to come on to Denmark in a second, but Casper's in goal for Denmark. And I'm going to take Ericsson's situation out of this because it what happened was all was bad. Um, and we know that it was, and we know that they've been running on adrenaline, uh, and respect them all for that. And we do know the game shouldn't have gone ahead that 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 same night against Finland. But Kane has always got a habit of scoring against Casper in the league. He did in the last day of the season, which cost us the Champions League place. And then he got the manager. I'm hoping. He carries it on again. <laughs> I love you, Casper, but I do hope Kane gets a hat trick against you. <laughs> I think that needs to be quit now as well, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Definitely. All right. I'm having you on again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I completely agree. Honestly, though, um, I don't mind Casper as a player, if you want me to be honest. Probably more because of Peter Schmeichel and everything. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I quite like Casper as well. Um, I feel like yeah, Harry Cole, Harry Kane will probably will bag a goal. Um, he's got his little, he's got his confidence back, hasn't he? Getting that yes. two goals against Ukraine, getting the goal against Germany. I feel like maybe in the group stages, uh, maybe he might have had uh, something going on behind stage with obviously um, the all this business about where is Harry Kane's future going to be, and you got hearing the rumours, City's would hundred million and. And maybe all that could have been playing on his mind, and now that's definitely died down. It feels like he's back to himself, and he's there bagging the goals, ready. Uh, but for me, though, Harry Kane, he just drops a bit too deep for my liking. At times, you think, oh, is he, is he a centre back? Is he a defensive midfielder? Why is he dropping so deep? But um, if, for me, he really needs to be told, don't drop so deep. Be near the box, ready for when we counter attack. That's yeah. for me my only criticism I will have of Harry Kane. But overall, he's just an amazing striker, and I can't see him not scoring against Denmark, in my opinion. Jordan Sancho, of course, he he played the night as soon as he was signed for Man United. Southgate picked him. Not that I'm trying to be a conspiracy theorist at all here, but uh, if it if it does go to penalties, Andrew made the good point earlier, and I and I've I've saved it till now. But Casper uh, is damn good at penalties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is, and that's a worry. Um, you know, we, we, yeah, okay. We've got we've got the sort of monkey off our back with everything that happened in terms of penalty shootouts, but mm. it, it it doesn't change anything. You know, when it's a fifty fifty game, you're sort of stuck. But Casper and his record in penalties speaks for itself. You know, his dad was the same. I'm sure Maisie can you know say much about yeah. that. It's yeah. In, it, England needs to follow on like they did in the Ukraine game. Oh, you, oh. you you've 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 scared. You said that you see, and she's gone. <laughs> oh, she's back. Let's bring hey. her back in. 
We were Don't actually we were actually praising Peter Schmeichel then. There was no <laughs> you didn't have to go. <laughs> Don't know she was off clipping it. She was off clipping it yeah, for you, Dan. Was. <laughs> I was clipping it ready for like when we do that bit of Nick Pope's lander. <laughs> Rich, Rich, Rich is saying this Sven was awful but you know what and when you look at the, the record and like I say nobody's going to beat Sam Allardyce's 100% he actually had a 59.7% win record he got us to three quarter finals on the trot the 2002 and 2006 World Cups and the Euros in 2004 so he actually wasn't our worst manager but then again you know, Capello had a uh, 66% win rate, but I think that was when they started to make these groups so easier. But, um, I mean, Maisie, do you think Southgate should be using the young players more or is he doing it right the way? Because, I mean, you know, look at the, look at the results. Mm -hmm. For me, it's not about how many young players should be on the pitch. It should be about what is best for the team, what makes the team the most balanced. Because right, if you're looking at, right, let's put all the best players on this season, you'd be playing Foden every game, really, wouldn't you, realistically? Yeah. You'd be playing yeah. Mount every game. Um, you'd be playing Grealish every game. But for me, um, Sterling has to be a starter for me and he can play on the left. Foden, he would either play as an attacking midfielder or on the left. He doesn't go well on the right, and the group stage has really shown he can't play on the right. He's terrible on the right. Mm. Um, so I'll tell you he... who else as well, Maisie. Ras and Ras and Phillips together. Oh, I love them both together. Wow. Wow. I, I really like them both together. I did my uh, best lineup before. Uh, the Euro started and I put Calvin Phillips and Declan Rice as two holding midfielders and people said, why are you doing this? Are you daft? You should, you'd be putting Bellingham there. You'd be putting Ward Prowse on there if someone got injured. And you think, well, why can't Calvin Phillips be there? Because he's a Leeds yeah. player. Like, yeah. I'm not going to, like, obviously not praise someone because uh, he plays for a rival club of mine. If I think someone's good, I'll come out and say, yeah, he's a good player. And I really like Calvin Phillips. In playing, <laughs> in playing for Leeds, he, he's got that bit of attacking momentum, yeah. which, you can, yeah. which you've noticed in the games, especially Croatia, when he got that assist. He's good at going forward. And him and Declan Rice, I've got to say, Two, um, uh, one of the best partnerships for me right now in the England squad. I really like them both together, and I actually hope they yeah. don't get dropped at all because they should be playing in the World Cup together as mid uh, partnership. He's got that one right, anyway, Gareth Southgate, in my opinion. Definitely, I mean, yes, definitely. definitely, yeah. And I mean, you know, you look at our squad, Dan. It's so young, and if we can hold them, not, I, I, not, I'm not going to say golden generation because you know that it's. Uh, you, you will, <laughs> comes back and bites you on the bum. We've been there before, but um, and I'm not going to say golden showers either. But when you look at the three, uh, <laughs> the, the three players I'm going to mention now, do do yellow cards? Don't I mean Rice, Phillips, and Maguire all on a yellow card? And up till this point, if they get um, uh, a yellow card, they would miss the next game. But I don't think it happens for the final, does it? Do you know, or Maisie, do either of you know at all? Um, 
I'm sure that yellow card it does get scrapped for the semi-finals from what I read. So there'll yeah. be all the yellow cards will be scrapped now, which is a good thing. But I've got yes. to give praise to all three of the players, knowing that there was only yellow card. They they knew they had to be more cautious, and they was. They yeah. they, t- they made the right tackles at the right times. They wasn't silly. They wasn't clumsy. They just done the best and played well. Yeah, talking to Golden Showers, Melina. Good afternoon. How are you? Um, should be working over there in Canada, but nice of you to join us. Uh, Scott is saying, um, Chris. Oh, since Gareth Southgate has been in charge, I think he's done well in what he's achieved with England. However, in both games, he's been in charge of England manager for Nations League. Um, Denmark has won one and drew one. Have we played? I didn't know we'd played Denmark in the in the Nation League, Scott. So I'll take it. I'll take it back. Uh, Facebook user, don't know who you are, but hello, welcome. And Michael Gamble, um, hello and welcome along. Thanks for joining us uh, as well. I'm going to come on to a controversial point, but we will. Uh, oh, it's, it's it's David, David Gamble. Hello, David. So, uh, I just presumed Michael there for some reason. Don't ask me why. Um, we're going to come on to the last game now, and then I'm going to come back to a really controversial point. Uh, but, uh, Maisie, let me just see if I can bring it up here. Um, Denmark, 9-1 to one to win this. So really, really big outsiders. They're everybody's neutral's choice to, to win the tournament, aren't they? Yeah, I think everyone does have that little bit as a soft spot for Denmark, don't they? They've yeah. they've played with absolute passion every single game. Uh, they've honestly been so enjoyable to watch. Uh, you can tell with some international clubs, some just want to win, but some have just got that heart and passion into every single game. And that's what yeah. Denmark is. And I think the whole world has honestly fell in love with Denmark, to be honest. Yeah. Yes. Would you agree with that, Dan? Yeah, 100%. As you say, them results there speak for themselves. They're not holding back, are they? I mean, no. four, four against Russia. They, they nearly held Belgium. Yeah. Uh, they absolutely wiped the floor with Wales, which ain't e- which is easy enough to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, you know, like I said, they beat, you know, they beat the Czechs. Uh, it were, that were an interesting game. Um, mm. It was just... As you I mean, say, they, they, they've the snuck in, haven't they? They've sort of snuck in on the back of everything that's happened. Yes, yes. You and know, the one uh, game that they've lost, they really shouldn't have even played. We know that, don't we? You yeah, know. Yeah. Yes, you know. Uh, and then, you know, I should say it again, Denmark 4, Wales nil. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what is strange, though. I'll tell you what is strange. The fact that that, that Denmark-Finland game, to be fair, not everyone's saying... You know, whoever's got it in sweepstake at work or all that, can I have my money back? Because yeah. you know, when because when things happen to Christian Eriksen, he is a massive, massive key player mm. who sort of it's like the Jordan Henderson of our team in a way that's sort of there, you know, for that level head, you know, maybe he's sort of noir in the in the dressing room. Yeah. It, it's so to lose a player like that so early on in the tournament. Mm. And for them to have that belief and spirit to still crack on and get where they have, then you know what? Fair play to them. At least if we get beat by them, you know, we got beat by a team that had the heart and desire to, yeah. you know, to go on in this tournament. So fair play to them. Fair play. 
And no, no disrespect, Maisie, but I read somewhere that, in fact, Denmark have probably played better, and all respect to him, uh, without Ericsson. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'd have said so. Yeah, Would you agree with that, Maisie? Yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, although Ericsson is a, a really key player and um, they lost him in such a, uh, lost him in the squad in the most horrible situation possible. They have played out apart from obviously Belgium. Um, they played outstandingly, to be honest. Yes. They shouldn't have really lost against Belgium because they they was honestly so good that first half, and you just got yeah. uh, Belgium in that yeah. second half. And for me, they was overall the better squad Denmark, in my opinion. Yeah, but I'd say they probably do play better without Ericsson, and maybe mm. once he comes back, Ericsson. Um, if he does this, if he does come back, maybe it could help strengthen the squad a little bit, and it could go yeah. on to do much better things in the World Cup. I'm going to go. Believe it or not, England. Maisie, are you going for an England win? England. <laughs> oh God, she's singing. No, please, no. <laughs> oh come on! I've got to with England. <laughs> she one of the Spice Girls. <laughs> you, got, you got a bit of luck of Victoria Spice there in your picture, Maisie. You oh, know. That, that's just complimenting me. That's made my day. I'm blushing. Oh, yeah. I wasn't meant to. <laughs> of course, we've got a full panel then, haven't we? We've got a full panel. You're, you're Victoria Spice. You're, you're obviously Posh Spice. I've clearly got to be Ginger Spice. And then you've got Chris who's walking around smelling of Old Spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can mute you, you know. I can mute you. <laughs> um, that, that is well, let me come to you then after you've after, now you've insulted me. Um, you went for Spain last time. Are you going for an upset this time? But it would upset me if you went for Denmark. Yeah, I, can't, I can't, I can't. I can't. I think eventually the bubble's got to burst for Denmark. Um, yeah. And you're coming up against an England side who's literally just popped forward. Could we go into that game a bit more like, oh, well, we've got it in the bag. We know what we can do, you know, and be a bit more lackadaisical. We don't want that. You know, we need to be on the ball, um, really know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Let, I love the fact that at the end of the game, you know, we, we sort of, we're not celebrating. We're not absolutely lapping it up like that's it. We've got as far as we could go. We're doing that sort of mantra of taking it a game at a time. And it's yeah. working, you know, full-time whistle goes and it's a case of the shaking hands. Yeah, okay, nice one with fruit at semis. And as I say, going back to what Gareth Southgate said, you know, he don't want to be the party pooper, but he has to be. You know, yes. we've not won anything yet. Yes, yeah. Um, all, 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 I can only just say this to you, uh, Dan, in response Unbelievable, to Jeff! It so, <laughs> <laughs> so was. Now, um... Very quick, one word answers. Can we win the whole thing, Maisie? Yes. Yes. Dan? I. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit high. Be careful, Be careful how you start, mate. <laughs> right, I'm gonna, I've got one, one big question for you all, and I'm gonna, about all, both of you, and I'm going to ask you straight after this. Be back after this. Hi, Alan Smith here. Sure to watch and listen to Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. Of the Foxes.
Thanks, Alan, and we'll see you hopefully next week if we can get it arranged and uh, have a one-to-one. Um, booing the national anthem. England booed the Ger- the England fans booed the German national anthem. Um, now, I- I'm older than you. I'm probably older than you two put together, to be honest with you. And it probably wasn't something that you know. As, I mean, we know what football used to be like. I mean, I, I started watching football in the 70s, 80s, and you know, with all, all the hooliganism and everything that went on then. Um, but it was almost standard at those games that you boo the opposition national anthem. But they've kind of gone overboard, I think, but maybe it's my age, this this time. It said, like, oh, you know, they shouldn't be booing the national anthem. It, you know, the, And I know there was a there was thing about them stopping a song that was going to be sung at the England-Germany game. But... Is it you know? Are we are we becoming too woke? Are we reading too much into this, Dan? I think I think it's getting silly now. I think it, they'll have everybody sat down pretending to be Southampton fans soon and just bit prawn sandwich brigade. <laughs> it's it's getting ridiculous. Um, fa- fans in football, you know, and I'm not speak. I'm not just speaking on behalf of you know male population to female population. Every football fan, no matter what gender or se- sexual orientation you are, you are there to support your team, nationally or club level. And no matter what, when it comes to a match day, you have that bit of banter with them. Yes. So you know they're going to be a player because he's because he's fouled him five minutes earlier. Yeah, you know, is that is that disc- is that then going to be seen as discrimination in the future that you can't boo at him? Mm. You know, I, I think when it comes to national anthems, it, it can be a bit different. I think it's I think it's a case of are we supposed to show a sign of respect? You know, but at the end of the day, it's England against Germany. There's this yeah. history. It's it, yeah. you know the rivals. You know, I'm not going to go yay if Blackburn put ball in there, am I? I'm you know <laughs> it's it's it, it's it's just it's it is getting a bit silly now that everything's going a bit too pc i just i just saw it on gmb the next morning and i'm just kind of thinking like like i say i can remember if it was romania if it was argentina i mean there's some some teams obviously we do have that bigger rivalry with but you know even the san marino if it was a national anthem england i'm not saying it was right but it was what was happening it was it's it's banter but we're coming to the end of banter as far as i can see it and Maisie, talking about prawn sandwich brigade we'll come to you now you're you're the you're, you're the youngest here um how did you see it to be honest i kind of seen it as a banter as well when you're a football fan you just want to like express yourself have a bit of a laugh have a drink with your friends um you when you're watching like the opposition foul your play you want to be like why have you done this you get you, yeah. you want to express yourself in all different ways and doing that little bit of a boo to germany it just shows how big the rivalry is and you just want to uh, just have that little bit of a banter because football it's not all serious and i don't like football yeah. becoming so serious these days um i just like the old-fashioned football get the game on um i hate like the tackles be harsh with the tackles if you want to be harsh be yeah. i don't like soft tackles like that's just making football horrible as well you're getting red cards for soft tackles that annoys me as well like yeah a lot of things these days in football is just getting destroyed and it sometimes it can take the passion away 
way, but it's always going to be in your heart, football. And uh, when you're getting stuff where you, people are like, upset because you're getting the national anthem booed yeah maybe some people might find it a bit disrespectful but as a football fan you know it's just all a little yeah. bit of a banter and none yeah. of that is intended yeah. in none of it i mean the funny thing is and scott that wasn't funny by the way and remember remember i can unmod you so don't you know don't get too too clever i'm not so far actually i'm not so far off that i've got to be careful what i say but the funny thing was that that comment about it being disrespectful etc actually didn't come as i say on a football show but i can remember when we were in the fa cup final leicester were playing chelsea it was one of the first games where fans were allowed back in any number and ben chilwell was just booed sort of every time he went near the ball by leicester fans and the football commentator who obviously you know was was it it's great even to hear the booing back in the in the ground it was just great to hear yeah. that you mm -hmm. know but uh, it is, and, and, it is. Yeah. It's what's needed. It's what's needed yeah. because controversy in football has gone out the window. VAR yeah. has killed controversy. You know, yeah. there used to be uproar in, the, in its masses in football. If somebody scored a goal that you knew was offside by at least a yard or two, you know, you'd speak about it in the pub afterwards. You'd have your mate sat in a corner sulking. But then th two or three parts later, he's up and dancing on table and you're having a laugh about it. Yes. The thing is yeah. now, you're sat around after a goal watching screen or wondering what's happening, has it gone in, what's referee going to yeah. do? Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, you know, and I'm not going to get into VAR because that's just one problem. We, we've, got, um, we've, got, we've got a separate show coming up about that in a few weeks, ref or VAR, so that, yeah, that could get interesting. That would be very actually, interesting. Yes. Well, you, you're welcome to both come back on that. I don't know which oh, side definitely. of the fence you on. Um, I'd love to. Well, there you go. You, 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 you that's done. Then you're on. Um, <laughs> but I, I didn't know if you noticed. I think it was the uh, Span Spain. Well, it was one of the penalty games, and it went down to the last penalty, and the goalkeeper saved it, and the team wanted to celebrate, and the and the actual referee held the team back because we were waiting for the decision. Um, yeah, I feel like it was Switzerland versus France. I think it, it could was have been. Yeah, it was that one. Yes, Maisie. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I'm having. A, I'm having a bit of a down oh. there. <laughs> a bit of a burp. You know, we don't. We don't call it uh, doing a burp. We call it having a dan. You know, so. <laughs> uh, Maisie, you said before about expressing yourself, which leads me very nicely on because you did try doing your your Spice Girls singing impersonation. But if yeah. you go back to the uh, a, a week or so ago, uh, there was four of us. We picked our best ever England team, and you can hear me. Uh, I think it was me, Craig, and Daniel uh, doing the England rap from the. Uh, to the John Barnes England rap. <laughs> uh, I, I, I tried. I tried to do a separate video, but YouTube uh, told me I couldn't put it up. So <laughs> there we go. But let uh, me put it this way: I'm not giving the day job up. Look, guys, <laughs> so that's it. Then it's going to be an Italy England final. We're not going to look any further ahead than that at this stage. But uh, God, I hope we're right, don't you? I really, yeah. really hope so. So so much. Like. It, I just honestly feel like at this point, knowing how um, how good England has been, I feel, I feel like I, I'll be more emotional than the Europa League final if we lose on against Denmark. Oh, well, at least if it goes to penalties, we know we haven't got a goalkeeper that's going to miss. 
Well, Pickford uh, can do a penalty shootout, can't he? So at least I can, I feel a little bit better. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. I couldn't I resist it. <laughs> you um, you times. Yeah. We just don't want penalties. We've gone, we've come this far without penalties, yeah. guys. Let's yeah, fingers crossed we don't get penalties. Maisie, first of all, thank you so much for coming on. We'll see you again for the ref versus VAR. Uh, just just give a shout out for your um for your Twitter again. It's at underscore underscore MUSC Maze. Remember the two underscores. I think that's where I went wrong. I only, yeah, I only, I only underscored once, and you know that you you're going to underscore. Do it twice and enjoy it. <laughs> Dan, give a shout out to your your channels and your new artwork and logo, etc. Yeah, so we've sort of rebranded, so it stands out a little bit more. And yeah, we're all at, at Turf Morehouse, and that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. YouTube and now Spotify. And was that the Moore House? Was that named after the pub? No, it's my last name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that that actually explains a lot, doesn't it, Maisie? It does <laughs> sound like a banging pub, to be honest. If that was a name, it is. It's, there's a brewery. There's a brewery yeah, nearby um, called Moore House's Brewery. Uh, but oh, I've really? not looked into the history to see whether I am entitled to any sort of shares. So I do need to look at that. Yeah, Book of the shares, just get free beer, mate. Come yeah. on, yeah, <laughs> get it right. Christ, Christ, I'd even take a free beer, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Maisie, Dan, it's been great. Thanks for coming on. It's been a laugh. Uh, fingers crossed, get the welcome mat out. It might just be coming home. It is coming home. It's coming home. <laughs> Oh, it's going home, you know. <laughs> I'll take you both off now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've got to be careful what I say because that rap was bloody awful because none of us were in June and none of us were in time either. It was like doing it in the round. <laughs> How could you not be in time for that rap, Chris? You've got to hold and give and do it at the right time. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> when, if you want to hold and give and do it at the right time, mate, do it on your, do it on your own channel. <laughs> on that note, thanks very much. See you both soon. It's been great to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us, Chris. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks to Dan. Thanks to Maisie. Great laughs there, even though the Northerners. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll let them off that. Oh, don't forget, next week, well, we're back tomorrow, and we are going to be having a McClintock versus Taylor fight off. We had one recently um, with um, a, a, another couple of uh, managers. We're going to have with Claudio Ranieri, of course, and Brendan Rogers as to who was the best. This one, seven o'clock, no, quarter to seven tomorrow because the football's on at eight. It is Frank McClintock versus Peter Taylor. Who was the worst manager? Sean <coughs> Dyche. Um, so let us, uh, we'll see you at seven. Of course, next week, don't forget, Alan Smith should be joining us. Looking forward to that. Take care, guys. Fingers crossed. See you tomorrow, quarter to seven. Take Hello, care. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.